12 Tishrei, Yud Bey's Tishrei, Tzaddik, his life, 12, 115. Throughout his stay in Breslov, Rabbi Nachman had no problems with the inhabitants of the town. But everywhere else, the opposition grew and grew. The more people he drew to God, the stronger the opposition became. But the Rebbe continued with what he was doing. And every day, every hour, and every moment, he rose to greater and greater heights and to more and more exalted levels. Had it not been for the heavy burden of guilt in the world, which made the world unfit to draw from light such as this, and which caused the radiance to be concealed, the Rebbe's greatness would have been revealed to all, and he would have brought the entire world back to God. For his entire purpose and his constant concern every day of his life was to help people improve and to bring them out of their darkness and into the light. The Rebbe said, So what if they drive me away from here too? No matter where I go, no matter where I step, I always put things right. On his way out of Zlatopolia, when the carriages had already come from Breslov to take him there, he said, Here in Zlatopolia I suffered a double Gehenim. The sentence of the wicked in Gehenim is twelve months, Shabbat 33a, and I have suffered here for two years. He also said, until now he had been living alone, outside the camp of his true habitation, Leviticus 13.46. But now he was starting. I am not certain how his sentence continued, but he meant that now God was beginning to show goodness. Editor's Note I heard that the Rebbe said, We conquered Breslov with hand-clapping and dancing. In point of fact, as soon as the Rebbe entered Breslov, he immediately started talking about clapping one's hands while praying, and how this is the way to drive away the air of the lands of the exile and draw in the air of the land of Israel. That year, the Rebbe danced a lot in order to nullify the decrees of Jewish conscription into the army, which the government was then trying to introduce. In the winter, the Rebbe gave the lesson, and these are the ordinances, Likutei Moharan 1, 10, which discusses dancing and hand-clapping. I also heard that on one occasion, shortly after the Rebbe's arrival in Breslov, a cup of wine was poured for him for Kiddush, and it spilled. A second cup was poured, and he made the blessing over it. Afterward, he said, Today we have planted the name of the Breslover Hasidim. This name will never disappear, because my followers will always be called after the city of Breslov. This is indeed what has happened, as everyone knows. Once, he was in the house of his uncle, the saintly Rabbi Baruch, and he said, My uncle wanted to live in Breslov, but he never did. But I live in Breslov. Many other things which the Rebbe said on the subject of his living in Breslov have been preserved among his followers. The upshot of all of them is that there were awesome secrets and deeper meanings to his choice of Breslov as a place to live. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Praises 16. The Rebbe discussed this with us often, telling us how he annihilated this desire and was actually repulsed by it. He said, It is impossible to speak about this with people who have already defiled themselves. It is so intermingled with their blood that it has become part of their very minds. Thus, they cannot comprehend this. It cannot enter their hearts. They do not know that a person can possess so much self-control that he can actually be repelled by sex. But enough said. 
One who has any true intelligence at all can easily condition himself to reject this desire completely. For the Rebbe said that this is no temptation at all for the truly intelligent man. The Rebbe once said, There must be a secret meaning in all this, for it is really no desire at all. He took pride in overcoming this instinct entirely. When it came to this, he was a very holy and awesome individual. He said, I do not have any feeling of desire at all. Men and women are all the same to me. When he saw or spoke with a woman, he needed no struggle to prevent an untoward thought, because it was all the same to him. 17. The Rebbe said, The true tzaddik has such a degree of self-control that even marital relations are difficult for him. He is so far removed from these instincts that they cause him as much suffering as circumcision causes a child. The tzaddik has even more anguish, for an infant does not realize what is happening. But the tzaddik has full realization and therefore suffers even greater pain. The Rebbe considered this a simple accomplishment. He said, every person can attain this level. And from the way he said it, it was apparent that his own holiness was much greater. The Aleph Bet Book Faith A. 5. Finding the words of a heretic pleasing will bring a person to thoughts of idolatry, even if those words are not heretical in and of themselves. 6. A person's faith endears him to God much like a wife is dear to her husband. 7. Without first preparing his heart, a person cannot achieve faith. 8. One who loses something has clearly fallen from his faith. 9. One who has lost his faith should visit Jewish graves and recount the kindness that God has performed for him. 10. Faith is dependent on a person's mouth. Speaking about faith not only increases faith, it is faith. Likutei Moharan 2, 44. 11. Torah study destroys all heresy. 12. Belief in God brings blessing. 13. Overeating leads to a fall from faith. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 5. 7. The way to fully arrive at the thunder mentioned above is by clearing the mind of all kinds of secular wisdom, foreign thoughts, and evil ruminations. 8. A person must exercise the utmost care to clear his mind of secular wisdom and foreign thoughts, from Chametz, Levin, so that he will not sour his own wisdom with non-Torah ideologies and bodily desires. For these things stupefy and pollute his mind, making it impossible for him to concentrate on his prayers and be happy. He must also guard himself vigilantly from extraneous fears, which means not being afraid of anything except God alone. For extraneous fears make it impossible for a person to concentrate on his prayers and are an impediment to joy. The main thing is to guard one's mind from souring, that is, not to entertain evil ruminations or to think about bodily desires, which are likened to chametz and are the side of death. A person must repel these thoughts which are the side of death, the forces of the other side, and drive them out of his mind and thoughts so that they do not come near him. He must guard himself vigilantly so that these thoughts do not enter his mind, God forbid. It is also necessary to join love of God to fear of God. Then a person will be able to purify his mind so that he can pray with intense concentration, with all his might, 
until his prayer becomes thunder and he thereby merits joy. 9. A person must guard himself from extraneous fears so that he is not afraid of anything in the world. Rather, when he experiences some fear or dread, he should immediately remember the fear of God and his great awesomeness, and should draw the fear of God on himself throughout the day continuously. In this manner he will be able to pray forcefully and to utter his prayers with great energy, and his prayers will be as thunder. He will merit to hear loudly and clearly what comes out of his mouth, and through this merit joy, to perform all the mitzvot with great joy over the mitzvah itself. In this way, he will merit to know how to nullify all the decrees, even after they have been finalized, God forbid. 10. It is also necessary to join love of God to fear of God in order to merit all of the above, since the main way of overcoming one's enemies is through love. Nevertheless, the fear must come first. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The King and the Emperor The king's son took a ring and placed it on her hand, and they were thus married. Then the emperor sent for his daughter and brought her home. The king also sent for his son and brought him home. People proposed matches for the emperor's daughter, but she refused all suitors because of her pledge. The king's son missed her very much and the emperor's daughter was also very melancholy. The emperor brought his daughter to his estates and palaces to make her aware of her high status, but she was still melancholy. The king's son missed her so much that he became sick. People asked him why he was sick, but he refused to tell them. They asked his valet, Perhaps you can find out the reason. The valet replied that he knew the reason, since he was with the prince when he was away studying. He told them the entire story. The king then remembered that he had agreed to a match with the emperor a long time earlier. He wrote a message to the emperor, telling him to prepare for the wedding because of the pact that they had made a long time ago. Restore my soul, Lekute Moharan. 24. A person who has to spend his time among the Gentiles, such as because of his business concerns, must be extremely careful to protect himself from being harmed by bad influences. Without noticing it, he can easily become trapped in their nets. It takes great steadfastness to bear in mind at all times the holiness of his heritage as one of the children of Israel. He must pray earnestly to God to grant that he should not learn from their ways of life. Lekutei Moharan 1, 244 25. The seat of strength is in the heart. A person whose heart is firm has no need to be afraid of anything or any person. Such a person can achieve awesome feats and win mighty battles merely through the firmness and steadfastness of his heart. He is never afraid, and he does not run from the sight of a fierce battle. So it is in the service of God. Understand this well. The Kutei Moharan 1, 249. 26. If a person falls from his level, he should know that it is something sent to him by the hand of heaven. The whole purpose of the rejection is that he should be drawn closer. The reason for the fall is to awaken this individual so that he steps up his efforts to draw closer to God. The proper thing to do is to begin afresh, as if you were just starting to serve God. Start now as if you had never begun before at all. This is one of the greatest principles in serving God. Every day, literally, make a completely new start. 
the Kute Maharan 1, 261. Rev. Nussan's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 9, with Thanks to God, Thursday, Torah Reading, Bo, 5584. I received your letter, my dear son, and I was pleased and encouraged. I rejoiced at your words as one who finds great treasure. Until now, though, I had no time to respond. First thing Sunday morning, Va'era, I traveled to Uman for Erev Rosh Chodesh Shavat. But because of bad road conditions, I didn't get back until Sunday of this week. When I returned home, I found that the ink had run out and the printing had stopped. Now we have to buy linseed oil and cook it. At this time of year, though, it can only be purchased at a very high price. In addition to the fact that we don't have the money, in this area the oil isn't even available. So Reb Mendel has had to travel back home to buy the holy oil there. Next week, God willing, we will resume the printing. With God's help, we've already completed through Lakute Tfilo Prayer 55. Thanks to God who has helped us thus far. May He help us finish as well. May He complete the work for us. There are a great many problems, primarily due to a lack of funds. Please speak to Reb Mendel, Reb Yeshaya, and the others, and ask them to send whatever they can. Whatever they can send will give life to many Jewish souls and they will be benefiting the community for generations to come. The sooner the better. Time is short, and it is impossible to hold up the printing even for one day. For God's sake, urge them to hurry however you can. I have read your letter carefully, and I can glean from what you say that you are entertaining the foolish thoughts that often take hold of young people, which the evil one sends to distract them with downheartedness and needless depression. Nothing does more harm than depression. I am surprised at you, my beloved son, apple of my eye, that you are paying this any attention at all. After everything I have told you, and with all that is written in the Rebbe's books, you really ought to know this. Sadness, depression, and all such misgivings and doubts are highly damaging, and they cause more harm, God forbid, than all the wrongdoing in the world. Listen to me, my dear son, because these are the words of our holy and awesome Rebbe. Fortify yourself again and again, and begin anew every day. Do not dwell in any doubts or depression. Pay them no attention at all. Do not yield. Always be joyful that you are from the seed of Israel and that you are not one of the people, God forbid, who oppose the light of lights, the luminary of luminaries, the elder of elders, our holy and awesome Rebbe, the brook which flows forth, the source of wisdom. Fortunate are we. How good is our lot that God in his mercy has lifted from us the obscuring blindness which darkens the eyes and prevents so many people from looking into the Rebbe's awesome books. They end up opposing him, his followers, and his holy, incredible books. Thank God who has saved us from this, and who has set us apart from the people who fall into all kinds of mistakes. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 237 You must also review frequently everything we have said in the Rebbe's holy name, how one must cry out to God very much, and how no cry is ever lost, no matter where a person is. Even if you cannot cry out and express yourself to God as you should, you should nonetheless do what you can. Then, through the methods I have taught you, you will be able to accustom yourself to express yourself before God as a son expresses pain to his father. Above all else, 
You have to force yourself to stay happy through the pathways you have heard from me and seen in the Rebbe's holy books, namely, that he did not make me a Gentile. I will sing to God with the little I have left, and through the teaching, joy and happiness will they grab, grief and sighing will flee, which teaches that one must grab just the thing that is causing one grief and sighing and drag it into joy. We have spoken about this a great deal, thank God. A person must really work and even force himself to make himself happy. And he must also bring himself to joy through silliness, as all Israel is accustomed to do on Purim. Thank God, who has kept us alive until now. The awesome days of Purim are approaching. May God make us happy with his salvation. I believe that God will certainly perform awesome miracles for us this Purim too. For the miracles of Purim are remembered and performed again every single year, in every single generation. Bring yourself to great joy, my dear son, for we have merited extremely awesome and miraculous acts of salvation, in that we escaped from the trap of being opponents to a Rebbe such as this, to holy teachings such as these, and to momentous events such as the ones we are connected with. Pay careful attention to what is happening in the world, and how awesome wonders occur in every generation. The greatest wonders occur in connection with a person's drawing close to the true tzaddik of that generation, as was the case in the time of the Balshemtov of sainted memory, and after him in the time of the Magid of Mezerich of sainted memory. But a machloket such as the one against us? There has almost never been one like it. They have risen up against us to swallow us up, God forbid, and over nothing. If God had not been with us, you have done much, Lord my God. Your miracles and thoughts are for us. Shemot HaTzadikim Asaf ben Berechiahu ben Shima ben Michael ben Baaseya ben Malkia ben Etni ben Zerach ben Adaya ben Eitan ben Zima ben Shimi ben Yachat ben Gershom ben Levi Eitan ben Kishi ben Avdi ben Maluch ben Chashavia ben Amatzia ben Chilkia ben Amtsi ben Bani ben Shamer ben Machli ben Mushi Ben Merari, Ben Levi, Benei Sachar, Uzi, Rafaya, Yiriel, Yachmai, Yivsam, Shemuel, Yizrachia, Michael, Ovadia, Yoel, Yishia, Yidiael, Etzbon, Uzi, Uziel, Yirimot, Iri, Zemira, Yoash, Eliezer, Elioenai, Omri, Yiremot, Avia, Anatot, Alamet, Bilhan, Yeush, Vinyamin, Ehud, Chena'ana, Zaitan, Tarshish, Achishachar, Shupim, Chupim, B'nai Ir, Chushim, B'nai Acher. Reb Prayers 1 Prayer number 7 Master of the Universe, Hashem, God of Truth, in each generation you planted true tzaddikim among us. Loving God, Help me come close to the true tzaddikim and receive true counsel from them. Let me follow their advice without deviating from it in any way. Guard me, my family and friends, and all your people, Israel, from all evil influences. There are people whose advice and suggestions are like those of the archetypal serpent. Let me pay no attention to anything they say. Let me not even hear their words. Let nothing they say enter my heart and mind in any way. Let me keep well away from people who have strayed from the path of Torah. 
Don't let them have any power to deceive me with their destructive ideas. Thwart their evil intentions. Save me from all falsehood and error. Protect me from those who cover their lies with a veneer of truth, twisting the words of the living God and calling evil good and good evil. Their ideas and suggestions are the opposite of the truth, and they are holding back the Jewish people from the true and correct path. They make light of the most serious laws of the Torah, while turning minor matters into issues of major importance. What you reject, they embrace. What you desire, they reject. Not all of them have evil intentions. Some of them have simply made a mistake, and they do not know the real truth. They speak in all innocence, but their ideas and suggestions are false, and they are very damaging to us in our efforts to serve you. Master of the universe, you know the truth. Before you, all secrets are revealed. You know the mysteries of the entire universe and the hidden secrets of all living. Help us and save us from these people. Let none of what they say stick in our hearts in any way. We want nothing of them, not them and not their tumult and not their uproar. Almighty God, you are the supreme guide. Lovingly grant that the true tzaddikim should be revealed to me. Help me come close to them and receive sound, clear guidance from them, founded on the 613 mitzvot of the Torah. Through their guidance and counsel, let me receive the light of truth and thereby come to genuine, perfect faith forever. Memory. Please, kind and loving King, help me offer my prayers with deep concentration at all times, in order that I may ascend to the realm of miracles, a realm which is above the natural order and beyond time. And through this, help me develop a powerful memory for everything holy. Help me remember all the teachings of your holy Torah all of which are encompassed within its 613 mitzvot. The mitzvot are the foundation of all the holy teachings that have been revealed to us by the true tzaddikim. Help me remember them very well, and keep them in the forefront of my heart and mind. Bring me to learn, teach, guard, perform, and fulfill all the teachings of your Torah and the true tzaddikim with great love. Protect me from forgetfulness. You know the terrible problems I have in trying to remember things, especially now, after the prolonged exile we have suffered as a result of our sins. Our troubles have left us confused and distracted. Our hearts have become closed, and our minds have become ever weaker. The angel of forgetfulness has attacked us so strongly that even in our study sessions we often forget things we learned only a few moments earlier. There are times when I feel so moved by the sweetness and pleasantness of the Torah and the teachings of the true tzaddikim that I am filled with an earnest desire to do nothing except follow their advice and carry out everything they say. But then, with the passage of time, everything is forgotten. All these problems of forgetfulness are the result of the excessive influence of materialism in our lives. If I were more spiritual, I would be able to rise above time, but instead, I have fallen into such a time-bound state that even a short period of time may seem very long. This is why I am so prone to forgetfulness, which is caused by being under the rule of time instead of above it. I therefore appeal to you to take pity on me and help me put all the holy teachings of the Torah into practice. This in itself will bring me to truth, faith, and perfect prayer and to the realm of miracles, which is beyond nature and beyond time. 
Then I will be able to develop a powerful memory for everything holy. The Covenant Loving God, help me guard the Holy Covenant. Save me from all forms of immorality, whether in what I look at, what I think about, the way I talk, or what I actually do, and the way I use my five senses. Guard and protect me from breaking the covenant in any way, and help me conduct myself in holiness and purity at all times. Bring me to genuine sanctity and to observe the covenant the way you want me to, and protect me in the shadow of your wings. Help me fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzit in all its fine details and with all the inner intentions of the mitzvah, together with the 613 mitzvot with which it is bound up. Protect me with the holy fringes of the tzitzit and save me from all forms of immorality. Help me sanctify myself at all times by drawing your holiness upon me, and in this way save me from the promptings of the serpent, the blandishments of all the people who would like to tempt me and induce me to turn aside from the path of truth, whether from evil motives or not. Help me draw the light of the true wisdom of the tzaddikim upon myself through putting their teachings and guidance into practice. Bring me to the truth, and never let a word of falsehood cross my lips. Livelihood Hashem our God and God of our fathers, lovingly provide me with my food and a comfortable livelihood, honorably and without effort or anxiety. You have taught us that immorality causes a person's food and livelihood to be withheld, for the desire for a harlot reduces one to begging for a loaf of bread. But keeping the mitzvah of tzitzit saves a person from immorality and enables him to receive his livelihood in a holy way. Master of the universe, loving God, save me from all forms of falsehood and error. When I speak, do not let a single untrue word leave my mouth. And when I act, keep me from all false and wrongful behavior. Protect me from the crooked paths of those who have gone astray and help me walk the path of truth at all times. Through truth I will come to perfect faith, and connect truth and faith together, so that even in those areas where I have to depend on faith alone, because the truth itself is beyond the grasp of human reason, even so my beliefs will be true. Let my prayers be well-ordered and flow fluently from my lips and my very heart. Work miracles and wonders in the world, in order that all the nations on earth should know that Hashem is God, there is none other. Remember your people Israel, and free them from this deep exile you have imposed upon them for so many years. Redeem us soon, help us come back to our land, and send us our righteous Mashiach quickly. Justice will be the belt of his loins, and faith the belt of his hips. Truth will sprout from the earth, and justice will appear from the heavens. Come, Gaze from the peak of Amana, Emuna, faith, quickly in our days. Amen.